Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 friends. It's Saturday. That means it's time for another episode of Gaming Gumbo. The, the episode that almost didn't happen. That almost didn't happen. <laughs> this week and next week, it's a little busy on my side doing a stage show uh, live here in Pittsburgh. So scheduling has been kind of a nightmare. So thank you to the host for working around it. It's Saturday, but not 7 p.m. Eastern. It is actually 4.30 Eastern. We're doing the show live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, or any of the other podcast providers, thank you so much. Give us a like, a subscribe. Turn on those notifications, comment, all that stuff that helps it grow. Most importantly, tell a friend. Come and hang out. Chat's with us live. we got a lot to talk about today. This week will be 4.30. Next Saturday will be 4.30 as well. Then we'll be back on our normal 7 p.m. for one show, just in time to take two shows off for Christmas and New Year's. So we hope uh, we hope you'll join us all throughout December. The Relic Grind is a little more in flux than this one, and likely we'll have to, you know, cancel next week we'll see it's going to depend on host availability uh stay tuned on twitter that's the best place to get all of the info joining me to go over today's news mr dom greco what's up sir you're very festive very festive yeah your upside down tree which featured in your lovely commercial on your return to streaming why don't we plug that oh yeah uh yeah i guess uh Came back, found some time to be able to do that in the evenings. Uh, and I'm playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's for the first time. I figure I'm not super festive. Like, I mean, I'm I'm wearing some festive stuff, but you could see, like, it's this, well, skulls. You yeah, know, like, yeah. so that's, that's how you do Christmas, right? So I want to do, like, Nightmare Before Christmas. So we do a little horror. I missed October. October horror, absolute favorite time of the year. And I went to TwitchCon. I got the flu when I got back. I got really sick. So I was very upset that I got, like, I missed my October kind of, like, horror month. So I'm like, I'm right. doing this for Christmas. So, uh, yeah. Well, well, there you go. Five nights for, never played. Not any of them. Yeah, me either. Me no, either. I'm, ask, like, I'm asking. I, I have. No, I, I haven't. You have no, not played, like, even the, the no. original. No, I've seen, like, one or two videos from, like, MatPat talking about, like, the lore of it. And I'm like, this stuff is really interesting. And I'm like... I want to stay away from it because I want to actually like play it and like experience it and try to like go through all that. And I'm sitting there. It's like 70 something videos later. He's got on his channel and I'm like, there's got to be something to this. Yeah, he owes, so, he owes a know. lot to that game. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like he was already so. a, a successful growing channel yes. before that. No yes. doubt. And don't want to take anything away from him, his talent, his team or anything like that. But then when he started, he, he dropped that first Five Night at Freddy's video. It exploded. And he was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to do a lot more of these. <laughs> yep. Yep. Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. What's up, sir? I've seen too much of the dark side of the internet with Five Nights at Freddy's, so yes. no. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, you go. Not need to go into that. <laughs> definitely check out Dom's streams back. Nice to have him. I'll be back on schedule for the most part as far as like the casual streams, the Final Fantasy TCG and stuff next Monday. And then, of course, things are going to get dicey just for the the holidays. Even over on MMO Bomb, we kind of just like shut down the streaming for two weeks, let everybody do their things with friends and families, and we'll see in the new year. Uh, so that'll that'll pretty much be what happens here. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Let's get right into the main news this week. And you know what? I'm sure there was important news, important expansions, launching of big things MMOs, happen. big things, you know, headed into the Game Fest and the, the awards next week and all of that stuff. But the biggest news here, because I get to make the show notes, uh, <laughs> is no doubt the Callisto Protocol. Came out yesterday officially. Now, I have not purchased it yet. I have not purchased it yet, and we're going to talk about why. I will be buying it. A little busy right now, so I can afford to wait. That's no problem. We will be streaming this, obviously. We've talked a lot about it. 
but it's actually not doing so hot on the PC right now. Uh, as far as the performance of it goes, like the most of the reviews on the PC are like, if you can't play this on console, wait, wait. It's usually the opposite. Yeah, right. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Normally, isn't it the uh, no. the PCs and stuff? Like, I mean, with um, Cyberpunk, wasn't the PS5 version okay to no. run? No, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, it's been no, a while. No, no. So first off, with Cyberpunk, there was no PS5 on launch. Remember, that the, that oh, upgrade right, came later. Right. And the that's PS4 right, was terrible. It was, mm. it was like almost non-existent as far as its ability yeah. to run. I can only I can only think of one other game that had uh, this kind of issue where it's like you want to play it on the console and not the PC, and that was uh, the uh, the last game in the Arkham series. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That was right. another one where the P yeah. like they that one got so bad they took it off the off of Steam for a while. Remember? Yes. Like they delisted yeah, it for a little while. Uh, so yeah, Callista Protocol not doing hot on PC performance issues. Obviously, they've tweeted. They know about the issues. They're trying. They've released a couple of patches to improve things. They still have some work to do. So I'm kind of glad I'm a little busy this week and next week. That way I wouldn't be like you're chomping at the bit to play it and just pissed off. Yeah, I could just buy it for the PS5, whatever. But th this is the type of game I want to play on stream on the PC. Yeah. You know, I, that's just the way it's going to be. However... That said, it's actually not being received all that well, the, the mm. game as a whole. Now, that's not to say it's like absolutely just, you know, shitting the bed. It is not. It's kind of a mediocre game as far as most review outlets. If you look at the PS4, the Xbox version, let's set aside the PC versions, Metacritic uh, scores or anything like that, because obviously that's got a whole other set of issues factoring into those reviews. But as far as just the quality of the game on the PS4, or, I'm sorry, on the PS5, on the Xbox Series S and X, uh, it's kind of just like, you know, 70s, right? So a little better than an average game. And I'm we're starting to see some common threads in some of those middling reviews in... Yeah, this is kind of a, you know, a dead space. We knew it was, but it yeah, doesn't really it, you should know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it, you know, and it's it's fine if you liked Dead Space and you're looking for something along those lines, but don't expect anything grand out of it. It's not doing too much new or impressive. If you like Dead Space, you'll probably like this. It'll hold you over until the next Dead Space thing comes out. Uh the remake, if you're not into Dead Space, there's nothing here that's earth-shattering. Now, apparently, that is not what Crafton's stockholders expected, was a middling 70s game, because their stock has been taking a beating since the reviews came out, having this at, like, for the most part, a 6, 7, or 8 out of 10, with a few 9s and a few 5s uh, to, mm -hmm. to go into the mix there. I mean, going into a game like this, you've seen the trailers... You, you've you've seen the the you know the announcements and stuff on it. You know what type of game this is, knowing the fact that the the CEO is a one of the Dead Space creator guys, <clears throat> and so it's a Dead Space type game. So you should know that walking in already. Plus, it's it's the first game first game out for this um this particular company. So a mid seventies. Wait 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 what? Isn't it? No, Crafton is, okay. is Terra and PUBG Battlegrounds. Bad. Bad. And bad. Yeah, yeah. This, this is not that. a fledgling company. Okay, new IP. That's what that's what my yes. brain was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th that you are IP. right on. Yes. Okay, it's it's the first time out for this IP. So, a seventy-five type deal to me isn't terrible. I mean, it, it's better than completely shit in the bed, like you know, Cyberpunk did. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, Video Game Chronicle, I'm not going to quote a ton of reviews here, but I think they kind of summed it up nicely, uh, Dom, here with, they called it a solid but safe Dead Space successor. The Callisto Protocol delivers the violence, intensity, and horror that lives up to its Dead Space successor, or I'm sorry, predecessor, uh, but with deeper strategic combat. However, a cliched story and a lack of origi original ideas means that it has one tentacle stuck in the past. A little, I don't know. It's a little rough. Like, yeah, Ninja Pan is pointing out this is a seventy dollars title too. 
Yeah. A little Brand rough, though, when like you look at it and you're like, yeah, it, it's a lack of original ideas, but who actually has original ideas anymore? Well, you that's the I mean? other like, thing, too. Like, I, I will probably still enjoy the hell out of this because, right. like you said, Yod, I'm not really... <laughs> I'm not one that's like expected this to be earth shattering. <laughs> like, exactly. I expected I, a dead space ish game with what looked mm. like a little more gore and violence along the way. And what I could take or leave that. I, I really don't care that there's more or less than dead space. I like that type of atmosphere and dead space remake doesn't come out for a few months. So right. this will do just fine. Friend, <laughs> this will do just fine. <laughs> and, like you said, it's not a remake. So, and you know, how many companies out there right now are just doing remakes? Yeah. Where's the fresh ideas? Well, I mean, it's a spin on on a certain type of game. Right. So at least it's not a remake. Uh, they do have quite a few plans that they have already revealed uh, for content in the new year as well. February 7th, they're going to drop the New Game Plus and hardcore, uh, hardcore Mode. Those are going to be free for all players, so you won't have to buy that. You, that was not a separate DLC. Uh, in the separately purchasable Season Pass, on Feb that same day, February 7th, the Outer Way Skin Collection will drop. In March, the Contagion Bundle comes. In Spring, the Riot Bundle comes. And Summer, New Story Content. So they they yes, you're gonna get the more difficult versions because a lot of people were miffed that New Game Plus or Hardcore was not in the launch. That's gonna be February, so not too long, two months from now. And then the rain season pass. Your rain time for your birthday. I mean, the I, day I, after actually. Yeah, I, I didn't expect this to really come out in like nines and tens and nines, and it's picked up a couple of nines. But uh, to be fair, it's picked up a couple of fives too. I mean, those couple of nines are probably, you know, paid for, but, you know, that's, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is really weird when you see some of the scores, like a 7 out of 10 from IGN, a 5 out of 10 from GameSpot. Then you go to PC Games and they gave it a 9 out of 10, and you're like, well, that's a pretty maybe, wide swatch from 5 to maybe 9. Maybe they had an itch. Maybe they had an itch that needed scratching. And, I mean, you know, that, that like is possible. Said, Dead Space Remake's not out yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is possible. It it is possible. It is possible. Uh, IGN was not one of those nines. Chat saying IGN <laughs> was a nine. It was not. IGN gave it a seven. It was PC Games that gave it a nine. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah, IGN is the one you probably expect to have the nine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything, you know. But... Yeah. What, what what's going on there, you dumb? Uh, <laughs> oh, they were asking. Was IGN one of the nines? No, I I apologize. No. <laughs> they were not. They were a seven, right in the middle of the road. I'm still I looking mean, I'm forward to it. They just have a certain reputation. Though. They definitely <laughs> do. They definitely do. Okay. Bit, now that okay, we've anyway. caught everybody up on that, uh, Dragonflight. I would feel mm. remiss if we did not talk about Dragonflight having come out last week. Uh, some of us may have been in and out of betas for uh, periods of time. We stayed away from talking about all of it. We don't do Snowbound right now. That show is still on hiatus, the Blizzard show. So I figured we would bring World of Warcraft Dragonflight here. Uh, disclaimer. Well, not disclaimer. Notification. I am, in fact, playing Dragonflight. I, for two and a half, three weeks, had conversations with at least half a dozen different friends that work for Blizzard. Uh, okay. Private conversations that I am not going to share their names or their titles, or their teams, or anything they said to me. These were private conversations uh, for me to decide, should I give this company any money because Bobby Kotick's still there? Like, you know, they, they still have all these allegations and these lawsuits and everything. And I wanted to talk to people that were in different parts that, that I know that would be honest with me privately. Um, and are, you, are there changes? Can you see them? What have the last eight months, six months, five months been like? You know, that type of deal. So on the basis of those discussions, I did decide to buy Dragonflight. Uh, how long I sub is, is you know, that's going to be up for debate on how fun Dragonflight is. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so it was not just a me deciding to buy the expansion. Had these people said what I honestly expected them to say, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have bought it. So... 
there's there you go. That's the update on kind of my Blizzard thing. I'm still not giving Overwatch two any money. That that's <laughs> that is a catastrophe. That I'm not giving Diablo uh, Immortal any money. Uh, so this is very selective. Really? But you got a phone, right? <laughs> it's very selective, but I am playing Dragonflight. In fact, I streamed it yesterday on MMOBomb.com, played it a little this afternoon, and I'm probably going to play it tomorrow evening a little bit. Overwatch who? Yeah, exactly. Dom, I know uh, you got the collector's edition because I saw on Twitter your big rainbow. I did. Yeah, I that, did. Thing, that thing looks pretty. That thing looks it does. pretty. It does, it especially in the right light. You know, it's the, the lighting in here right now that I don't have. I turned all the lights off, but, you know, you could kind of see a little of the reflection. Yeah. It's, it's, a nice, yeah. it's a nice box. It's a nice box. It's very chrome. It, it is yeah. a nice box. So it's only been out for, what, like four days now? Four, four five, yes. six days. Like mon Monday into Tuesday is basically yep. when it launched, depending on where you are in the world. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking so far? Hmm. Well, I, I will say I also had, you know, some similar conversations and stuff to decide if I was going to play it, and I was very on the fence all the way up until, like, the last minute. Uh, so um, I, uh, I did not secure this through Blizzard. I ended up having to get it off eBay, but... So they technically didn't get any money from me that they wouldn't have gotten <laughs> from somewhere else. So regardless, um, but uh, no, I, I decided I was going to play. I'm playing uh, with a couple uh, uh, friends and, and, and stuff from Blasts from the Past. Uh, I'm actually a part of uh, Coltrane's raid team right now. Yeah, I have noticed yeah. that you have not been on the guild. I have not. Yeah, <laughs> I have not. Um I've been really busy with work. I haven't had a whole time, a whole lot of time. I played a little bit on the release night and the following night, and I have not been on since. Uh, I think I made three levels. I finished the whole first zone. I really got like obsessed with some of the uh, the dragon riding races. Those are a lot of fun, like the the little time trials to you know fly through and and do. I love those. Like yes. absolutely love those. I do too. Um, so. At first, I'm like, I wasn't super excited about dragon riding because it's like we've had flying mounts forever. Like, how exciting could this possibly be? And then after, you know, playing it, I'm like, OK, this is actually a little bit of fun. You know, I'm kind of kind of enjoying this. So um, I don't have an overwhelming amount of time in the game, but uh, I will say the first zone was beautiful. Uh, the story seemed pretty good so far. A uh, lot of interesting stuff with Rathion, which He's been one of my recent favorite characters from Pandaria on. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I come from uh, Guild Wars 2 experience. Uh, the Dragonflight is totally ripped off from there. Uh, but that, you know, that's what Blizz does best, right? It takes things that are popular in other games and implements it in their games sometimes exactly verbatim and sometimes with little tweaks that make it more casual, more approachable, more accessible, better, fun, more fun, stuff like that. The the dragon, yes. Uh, so I am almost level 64. I too have not left the first zone. <laughs> I'm literally doing everything. All the side quests. So this is the yeah. thing for me, Yod, on World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy to come out right now and be very positive about Dragonflight. Because the okay. beginning of every expansion in World of Warcraft is always, for the most part, pretty damn solid. Yeah, the, if, the schedule yeah, the, or if, the stories tend to be kind of yep. good ideas. If you like the new stories, uh, you, you like the lore, the zones look nice, the questing is what you've come to expect. Sometimes they iterate on the questing a little bit, and they do in this expansion as well. There's a couple changes to certain things. Um Yes, you know, that is the dopamine experience, cleaning the zone up, getting all the dungeons run the first time, you know, ge gearing up, leveling up again, you know, like the dopamine experience is in full effect. Uh, it is beautiful. It is, the zones are gorgeous. And, and like I said, I've been, uh, I'm clearing the first one. I've dipped into the second one. That means I still have more on that front. I've run two different dungeons so far. Um and absolutely, one of the dungeons takes place like in an, a, an area where you're able to fly around in and you're questing anyway. Uh, it's just an instance version of it. So, and it's beautiful. The storyline, yeah. you know, 
Alex Straz is one of my favorite World of Warcraft characters, has been since we've been interacting yeah. with her in uh, Wrath of the Lich King, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorite characters. I actually like her new model, her new character model. I know it's a little less sexy than the... Some the, angles are better than others. ...than the previous model, but it's, it's still just an awesome model. Uh, I, I very much like it. So right. uh, check back with me in like two months <laughs> because <laughs> that's where we're going to see like, Dom, you and I were, and, and the, the whole guild, we were all about Nathria, like all yeah. about it, you know, and, and the raid, Castle Nathria was good and we cleared that on normal, we cleared that on heroic, we were making progress on mythic, we were doing mythic dungeons, then the next raid came and we cleared that on normal and we started clearing it on heroic and then everybody was kind of like, fuck this place. You're <laughs> terrible to your employees. We're out. Uh, so very few of us actually like went on to the last raid and 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 killed Jailer and stuff like that. Um, I I did get a group on my own toward the end of the expansion, and I, I was able to finish and got my ahead of the curve. I got my slime cat. I did all that like right at the the very end. Yeah, I was like, already out. Like, I was. Nope. I had like I had a week or two left at that point. Like it was it, a week or two just before the expansion. Jumped in and grabbed the last things or whatever so um. uh, uh renown is one of the big things like people if you haven't played beta or you didn't read a lot about it it's like you, you heard about this going back to different types of renown uh because the renown in shadowlands was just freaking horrible the way that yep. that worked uh and then also the talent trees kind of reverting back to the yeah spending your points uh all the way through Rather than just, hey, you hit mile marker five, pick one of three abilities, uh, which is what we've had for the last few expansions. I will say with the talent trees, I actually really like that they have like some pretty generic stuff that you go down and then you hit this like junction where you get like this major talent and you get like an option. And it's like, here's two different choices you could have for this one talent. Yeah. Uh, that kind of like goes around like your build or, or whatever. I haven't looked at like the druid to see if they give it three options in those places for for different specs or anything like that but at least for me for demon hunter you know i get two options one seems more tanky and one seems more dps uh oriented so um i like that they have that kind of choice where they're not like forcing you down one entire path because they want to focus dps they figured out how to make everything like seem to streamline down and then give you the option where they need to give the option i think that's fantastic yeah, and the druid ones we do have quite a few different options. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm leveling right now is my druid tank, uh, yep. and I also have an evoker that I pushed from 58 to 60 the day before the expansion launch because that's literally when I made my decision to purchase it was the night before. Yeah. Um, so I have that evoker. Play. That evoker's on alliance side, ready to go. A lot of those walls, by the way, torn down. If you don't know, right between alliance and horde and being able to cross faction and cross tag in the world yep. and things like that. Honestly, the the renown is fine. Don't think back to like Wrath of Lich King and here's a faction and you run a bunch of dailies. Yeah, dailies are going to come into it later, absolutely, because there's like 25, yeah, but it's not like honored and then, you know, revered and exalted and you're done. It's they still have the renown levels from uh, Shadowlands, like 1 through 25 or 1 through 30. Uh, and gaining experience through questing is the way you boost those up. Um, but yeah, you can go ahead. I mean, you could be making progress on all four factions at the same time, uh, depending on where you're questing and what you're doing. So uh, it's much better than Nathria, but different from things in the past. I'm really enjoying it so far, Yod. I don't know what you think. I know you're not a huge WoW baby, uh, but oh, you know, I mean, is this going to get you back as somebody that played, you know, ages ago for me personally no uh the wife was kind of debating it because when we uh when when i saw it in the show notes you know thoughts on dragonflight i started diving into the youtube videos and the story and what was going i mean no spoilers on the story but i, I started watching the videos on, of people who have gone through the story and stuff like that uh, and and what was going on and how that was going because that was one of the main reasons I used to play. And for uh, for reference, the last time I played was in Pandaland. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had uh, I played pretty uh, I played the beta. Then 
like the original original beta old school beta um and then you know vanilla beta so to speak and then um after that it was a few years and i didn't come back in until burning crusade then we went through um what was it after burning crusade was that wrath or was there one in between burning crusade went into wrath okay so burning crusade wrath then cataclysm and my guild kind of fizzled out at cataclysm um then i did something where i got a i got to beta test warlords and then they gave me Pandaland for free, so I ran around Pandaland for a while. Um, but that's that's my experience in there. And I've always really liked the initial stories that they rep- that they present you at the beginning of the expansion, because they're really good ideas mostly, and you know they're they're a fun way to drag people back. Which the Dragonflight one, when I initially saw the the preview. It was a little bit like, okay, so we get dragons now, which have always been there. Um, but where's the bad guy? Because with a lot of American storytelling, and let's face it, this uh, Warcraft is pure American storytelling beats. The villain makes the story. So until I delve into it a little while ago, yesterday and today, I didn't know who the villain was. And from what I've seen, it, it once again is a pretty good story. But as you guys said with Shadowlands, after a while, it might come once again come down to get us the frick out of this area already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done with this. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I just so want to say, though, I don't think the story was at fault for Shadowlands. No, no. It's I think the story was solid the whole way yeah. through Shadowlands. Uh, it was it's just all about implementation. It, yeah, it was oh. just how much content there was and the pacing. The pacing yeah. is is the main thing. And right. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to get into yeah. a huge Shadowlands uh, <laughs> yeah. diatribe yeah, yeah, yeah. here, but I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, yeah. like there, the, there were certain things, story beats that if you, I, if you look I at it in a vacuum, I could see you being okay. Like the story beats make sense and stuff like. But the way that that retconned and destroyed, you know, a lot of key characters uh yeah. there were some bad decisions going in there All for uh, it. i i'm fine with subverting expectations but totally changing a character's mo- you know lifelong motivation through multiple yeah. expansions i do have you know it's like okay yeah I, and when you just do the the let's introduce a baddie that you guys have never known but has always been riding you know running things from the shadows right that, that's lazy writing that's just right? lazy writing <laughs> The I mysterious. mean, if it's a new and rising power, that's one thing. I mean, come on, we watch we but, watch Rise of Skywalker, and we're like, this is lazy writing. Emperor Palpatine <laughs> is back. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I, I I just side note before we move on, I just want to say I still think uh, Rise of Skywalker was just a little bit better than uh, is it episode uh, nine. Rise of Skywalker uh, is nine or yeah. seven. Seven, uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't the, see any problem. The latter trilogy is hot yeah, garbage. Yeah, so, to, you know, to me, oh, it absolutely is totally that. sidetracked <laughs> now. <laughs> it's just the better of the three. Force but, you know, So when hot I saw garbage <laughs> is hot garbage, whether it's bad hot garbage. I'm or not good saying hot it's good hot garbage. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the best of the garbage. When I saw Force Awakens in the theater, I was kind of like, okay, I enjoyed that in a bubble. It was basically just right. an updated version of A New Hope. And I felt like leaving the theater, I was like, this was J.J. Abrams' way of saying, okay, gang, I got you. Settle down. We're not going to do too much new in this one. We're going to set the stage. Right. And then I right. saw the next one, Last Jedi, and was yeah. like, what is going on here? Yeah. But I, know, I, walked out of, I walked out of seven going, I've already seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I absolutely. wasn't impressed. Absolutely. But the, the whole one of the whole problems is that he didn't have a series bible, so you don't have story beats that need to go on from A to B to C to get you to number nine. Yeah. So what happens? They bring in a new director. It turns into a pissing contest. No, yeah. no, no. To Cal, to to Cal, don't don't misunderstand. We're I'm, we're not complaining about bringing right. in a formerly unknown bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. has to happen, right? If you're right. not going to tell a story with established characters, there's got to be a new baddie. That's that's not what we're talking about. As, as we're talking say, about implementing implementing 
an unknown bad guy and then giving that new bad guy credit for everything that right. you know massively right. being the main one behind everything for the last three expansions hey, I just with say, no I, I think, hint that somebody I, else was on top of the power pyramid right. I think, for three expansions. I think, I think Stranger Things is the only one that's got that right so far. But anyway, <laughs> let's go. Anyway. Yeah, anyways, anyways. I mean, this is exactly what Stranger Things, the most the most recent season, did. They just brought a villain in that was behind everything from the beginning. Yeah. They, retcon they did the exact, but they did yep. it right. They did it right. That's the difference. <laughs> Um, the, uh, Summer Game Fest has a date. I mean, we won't be talking about this for a while. It is now June 8th. It's just funny that, you know, once again, it's like a week before E3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they've got Dumb, it out camera's E3. doing that flicker yeah. thing again. Freddy is messing with all of my equipment. Yeah. My lights are flickering. My camera's flickering. I, I don't, Speaking I, I don't of know Jeff Keighley, though, uh, we do have the Game Awards coming up this week on December 8th. We locked in our picks. Zach Sharps also sent Jason his picks separately to document those. Uh, to next week's show at 4.30 Saturday Eastern will be uh, myself, Jason, and Zach come back and we'll do the review on how we all did on our picks, but make sure you check out that show. We did not have a relic grind this past week. We probably won't have one next week, so real quick, I just wanted to point out here uh, 16, Final Fantasy 16 mm -hmm. will be at the Game Awards. They're saying that uh, it's going to be a very special live presentation by uh, Naoki Yoshida, the man himself. Live stream starts at 7.30 Eastern. Excuse me, I'm trying not to burp into my microphone. Uh, a lot of people thinking that this probably leads to the release date, the the official release date announcement. I, I have a hard time disagreeing. This is the stage to announce Absolutely. it on because you right. are a summer or a spring title next year. That means you're either mentioning it now, uh, releasing it now, or you're doing it at uh, the summer games are E3, but that's pretty much your release window too. So this kind of yeah. feels like to me we're going to get a date. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that. yeah, definitely. I mean, because if it's not holiday release, it's going to be summer release, right? Well, so it's a spring are... one. They already confirmed the window. They just haven't given us a right. date yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, th this would be the time to give it a date because you don't want to do it at E3. <laughs> I think it'll be out by then. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah like yeah, by yeah, the time exactly. we get to summer they'll games, announce, yeah, they'll announce the DLC at, at E3. Yeah, they'll do something there. Uh, yeah, and I'm by the way, it's got a rating back. in Brazil. Uh, and that's what yeah. kind of is furthering yeah. the speculation. Brazil did release its rating. Uh, they are rating it in their mature category. Uh, okay. They are rating it for sex scenes, drug use, and fantasy hate crimes. Uh, so everything, the extenuating, extenuating circumstances that Brazil puts in here says sex scenes that are not fully shown, intentional deaths, torture scenes depicting suffering victims, drug use, prostitution, sexual content that is shown and discussed, and hate crimes. So very, I, I mean, Naoki Yoshida basically going full-blown Game of Thrones here. And he's already said this is going to be a darker, more adult story and all that stuff, and apparently Brazil agrees. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for this one. Are you this really? Probably. Yeah, this is probably the, the Final Fantasy I've been most excited for since, like, 10 <laughs> like uh i don't know i like i've kind of fell off the the final fantasy you're cool with the whole stuff. like devil may cry style combat and everything yeah i i think i'll be fine with that um i don't know like i i was somebody that like even with the the remake when you know the remake was coming out i was like i get it people have wanted this i'm not excited for it it's just like i've been there done that and then you know, I played it and I was just like, this is not what I thought it was because I don't want to spoil things because I know people probably out there still haven't played it because they want to play all of them together. But when I found out that it wasn't exactly a remake, that's when I I went, I'm 100% on board with this. And I was actually really excited. So it kind of, I think that revitalized my love for Final Fantasy, like giving me a, a different perspective and a different way to look at telling an old story. Yeah, um, I'm honestly surprised that you're looking yeah. forward to it because you aren't yeah. generally among my friends of 
Final Fantasy fanboys, you've played, yeah. you've enjoyed some, yeah. you haven't enjoyed yep. some, but you you know it doesn't matter if you're playing it on release date or three years later to you. It, it doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly, exactly. And I'm one of those weird people that uh, actually enjoyed the Lightning trilogy. I didn't enjoy the gameplay. Oh, okay. Now that's just was, that's just hold sick. on. Let that's me finish. I didn't enjoy the gameplay. The gameplay is trash. The story is pretty good, especially if you play all three. Like you go through the whole trilogy. The story uh, I don't know. Good. Just like what we were talking about earlier, there's the exact same. There was a big baddie behind the scenes that we didn't know about the entire time, isn't mentioned, isn't hinted at, and here they are. <laughs> but the difference with that is it was planned as a trilogy. The whole story was written. It's not like they did something, then then like wrote it as they went. It was con- uh, so it's not lazy writing. Concepted. It's just poor writing. <laughs> yeah, but it was still, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. You've crossed the line with my. I'm not saying it's the best <laughs> no, Final Fantasy fine, in existence. Fine. It's far from it's that. It's terrible but... gameplay. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, Oh, yeah. The gameplay. gameplay is awful. And I think that is what overshadows that, that game more than anything is that people can't get into it because the gameplay is trash. Speaking of, if you're looking forward to Crisis Core uh, this, this month, yeah, this month, um, new gameplay was revealed. So you can go ahead and check that out. Uh, so catching up on other things we've been playing, uh, Dom, Rabbids, baby, Rabbids, how's it been? I mean, I'm you were so pumped about so, this game. You got it on release date. You showed us the special edition on the show. You hadn't had a chance to play it yet. It was only like a released a day when we did that show a couple yeah. uh, shows ago. It's been weeks. I'm sure it you're has. ready to give us how is the new Mario Rabbids? So the new Mario Rabbids is oh uh, my god, it's still, still sealed. in the package. <laughs> still in the package. Wow, I've been extremely busy. It's on my desk as a reminder that sits here every day, and I look at it going, "I want to play this." <laughs> I haven't. I just. I haven't had the time. So is the packaging still shiny? Yep, it's still it's still sealed. And it's still oh, wow. even the rubber band holding the the steel case. Uh, wow! Still there, yeah. Yod, how's your destiny going? They got a lot of <laughs> shit going on since we they can't do. talk about rabbits. Like you got an Assassin's yeah. Creed pro, uh, cross promotion coming yep. up. You got all yep. kinds of changes coming up yep. for the new season. Like what yep. the hell, man? Starts on the sixth. I, I am all stocked up on dailies and weeklies as much as I can hold, so that when the new season starts. And get that experience right off the bat. <clears throat> um, it's the the last season was a little iffy. They they did a lot of on the fly changes, um, especially to like your achievements and stuff, because apparently people were finding it a little too rough to get all of that stuff. Um, I did manage to get all that stuff. I, I have the title and all that. Uh, I did manage also to get enough people together to run the revamped Kingsfall raid, which is the raid for, uh, with Oryx from the first game that right. they re-released this past season, for those that don't know. Um, it was fun. Uh, we haven't gotten through all of it because holiday, you know, yeah. we had to take a break for a couple weeks. Uh, but we did the encounters we did play, I think they, they did some really good twists because you Obviously, you don't have the same power set, don't have the same weapons that you did in the first game, so certain things had to be changed. And, you know, addition of new bad guys, which was fun. Um, we're going to try again soon, I believe, to try to beat that before the new expansion comes out, which, of course, the new expansion is due out in February, um, which all these changes that they're doing and leading up to it from next season are to impact the new expansion, which you go to Neptune. Whole new place, whole new set yep. of power. So that's going to be fun and interesting. New set of characters going on. I think how they're handling the story beats is pretty good. Like I said, this past season was a little iffy for some people. I still played through it. Um, it was something to do. Well, at least you played the game you were scheduled to talk about today. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. I've been playing again. (laughs) As we mentioned, Game Awards coming up. We already have our predictions locked in. Uh, For those of you that weren't on that show, is there a, like, do you want to lock in a Game of the Year award guess uh, or two here? Um, Let's see. You don't don't have to. You don't have to. I haven't haven't had a chance to look at it yet because of traveling and all that stuff. Ah, all right. No problem. No problem. We'll review them on next week's show. Jason, Zach, and and I will be there, and we'll do, and we have Noob Fridge's picks as well. Yes, Uh, I will send those to you guys. Game Awards, we're expecting something to be revealed from Epic and 505 uh, games. Epic and 505? Yeah. They put up a, a... like kind of a teaser website. Really, all it is is a picture of a city with some countdowns, you know, uh, headed into okay. the uh, the Game Awards. And they, they call it Rock Hay City, R-O-C-K-A-Y City, and a little, mm. little teaser website. Some people, Dom, think this is a new Sleeping Dogs title. Mm. Some people. Some, some people. people. It doesn't some sound people. like you think it's that. I don't. I don't think it is. What I, do you I think it is. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't think it is. No, I mean okay. five hundred five and Epic. They weren't involved in the first Sleeping Dogs. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would like it. I'd be down for it, uh, totally. But I, I just don't know. I, I think Epic Games probably has something a little different in mind here. I don't. I don't want to say like in the vein of a GTA, but I would think this is going to be like. More closer to that than Sleeping Dogs. I don't know. We'll see. I could be totally yeah. wrong, and it's fucking Sleeping Dogs. Uh, but that, <laughs> little teaser, loop, the, that little loop does feel a little GTA-ish. It does. It does. The teaser that they put out is just beautiful. It's uh-huh. beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's very pretty animation. The, oh, the by, by the way, don't get me wrong. I am 100% down for a new Sleeping Dogs. Like, mm-hmm. I am there. I am absolutely <laughs> there. I don't know if this is it, though. I don't know if this is it. We'll have to find yeah. out. Like all we have is this little teaser thing. That's it. It does scream Grand Theft Auto, though. So. It, does. it does. It definitely does. It definitely does. It's got the vibe. Um, and we do have a few awards this past week uh, from Japan over mm-hmm. at the uh, PlayStation Partner Awards 2022 Japan Asia, usually just called the Partner Awards. Uh. The Grand Award goes to the top two titles developed in Japan, Asia regions, with the highest worldwide sales between October 2021 and September 2022. Okay. No surprise, Elden Ring is one of those two. Of course. Right? No surprise. Here's the one that's a little weird for me. Really? I'll tell you why in a second. (laughs) Developed in Japan and Asia regions, okay, 100%. This is a Chinese-based developed title. Right. Highest worldwide sales would imply, to me, selling copies of the game. But apparently, it's a little broader than that and just mm-hmm. encompasses must encompass all revenue because this is a free-to-play title. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it surprised me a little bit. I was like, "Wait, how did they win that? Is it I I I thought highest worldwide sales would mean number of units sold. Uh, apparently it's dollar amounts gained whether it's a box purchase or a DLC or something like that cuz Genshin Impact is the second title that takes it home. That takes yeah. it home. I'm not surprised in the slightest. Yeah. Well, no, had my brain been acclimated to it's just total gross cash. Right, then yeah. I'm, I wouldn't have been surprised at all. But the way the category is described, highest worldwide sales, that yep. would lead you to believe box units, not necessarily right. dollars. Right. So that's what kind of threw me off initially. I was like, wait a minute. How, how could a free-to-play game have the highest sales? Uh, oh, yeah. are we just talking yeah. about the cash they made? Oh, okay, then yeah, Genshin totally makes sense. They they, they may need to change the wording. Oh, well, bit. it's because it, I I come from like automotive industry and stuff like that. So when I think of sales, it's like everything that we sell in the store and not just like our own products. Because um, you know we had like you know our, our brand products, and then you know we've had other stuff that comes in that that we're selling as well. 
And when we get our numbers, we have two different sets of like, you know, our brand and then, you know, the, the generic brand stuff. Uh, but it was all encompassed into sales. So when I think personally, I think sales, I think of everything encompasses the game. So I don't I wouldn't have jumped to that uh, conclusion that it was just box sales of the game uh, instantly. Yep. Just actually, where my mind went yeah. at the time. Yeah. That's all. No, and I like I have the retail I like, background. I totally I'm not I don't argue with anything you're saying. I got oh, the retail yeah. background, yeah. too. And a sales is sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, no surprises. Uh, besides I mean, me watched... being initially, but I mean, Genshin's made bajillions of like literally bajillions of dollars. Oh, yeah. I'm not even being hyperbolic yeah. at that point. I, I will say that I've I've watched you know one of me and Mike's mutual friends on stream just drop hundreds of dollars yep. into this game, and uh, I'm not mentioning any names, but you know, yep. I'm disappointed. A few miscellaneous pieces. <laughs> this is what will surely immediately get this uh, video um, claimed. It, it always does. Every time I do that, mm. the, the oh, YouTube channel yeah. doesn't have the subscribers oh, to yeah, be yeah. monetized, so I don't really have to worry about that. Oh, that. But yeah, yes, every yes, time yes. I, you know, if we eventually got there, which is like. It's going to put a big watermark over the top of it. Yeah, I'll have to think about what I want to do with these trailers because Nintendo yeah. just absolutely... It is not a copyright strike. It's just a claim, and I'm not monetized anyway, so they're not yeah. taking money away from me, so I don't fight them or anything like that right now. Yeah, yeah. When you right. sub and you get all your friends to sub and they're monetized, then I'm going to redo these. But we do have a yeah. new trailer. We'll figure it out. We'll we have out. a new trailer for the new Super Mario Brothers movie. And I'll tell you what, man. I sat down. I've watched this trailer probably about half a dozen times now so far. Yeah. It just... The movie keeps getting more and more interesting to me. Every little bit they show. Every... Yeah. Li like, even Mario's voice... Uh, the let's go not... See, it just sounds a it little wrong. for me. It sounds it a little wrong, but everything else was totally fine. He's got the Wahoo down. He though. does have the Wahoo exactly. at the end down. That I'll was give down him that much. Yeah, in the Mario Kart moment at yeah. the end, oh, totally that, has that, that part. Down. Yeah, yeah, that part sold me. Uh, I also on love the Rainbow Road, when, the, when the toads yes. are like, "What are we supposed to do? We're adorable." And I'm like, "Son of a bitch! Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, yes, yeah. they are." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal, I, I thought the same thing. He saw the trailer, and I was like, damn it. Yeah, I we were going to go see it anyway, but I after seeing this trailer, Dom, I was like, I can't wait till this comes out. I yeah. cannot wait till this comes out. I don't out. know. Like, so I, I don't want to say I have an issue with this, because that's not the right word, right? So I, I just want to say, like, we're very aware of how the times are changing and all that stuff and gender roles and all that stuff. Right, right, Princess right. Peach has always been the quote-unquote damsel in distress, right? Uh, yeah, like 98% of the games, yeah. Exactly. They've completely shifted that, especially in this trailer here, right? So yeah, it's Luigi that's now the damsel yes. in distress. I don't want to say I have a problem with it because that's not the right word. I don't even want to say I'm disappointed with it because that's not the right word either. Something to me just feels a little off that we don't have that brief moment of, hey, she's the damsel in distress, go get her, save her, and then have that flip moment where you you update it and be like, I wasn't actually in trouble all along, it was you. You know, I want I wanted a moment like that in here to like show her fully like beating the stereotype and becoming the empowered instead of like just starting off that way because that's the expectation in this time and we, and we don't know i mean age, we only have it, this trailer to go by exactly right. exactly that's what i'm saying so i just want to based on the trailer i'm it's not that i'm disappointed but i i want them to subvert expectations in their own way without like doing it the way everybody expects them to do it you know yeah what I mean? and things could happen earlier in the movie than than we've seen in this trailer Absolutely. or later after right. things like we don't know when luigi gets it and it seems like luigi is just taken because he mistakes him for mario yeah, right. uh in the way the trailer is presented right i'm looking yep. for a plumber with a mustache <laughs> dressed like this with a letter on his head luigi says all of that stuff so we don't even know if he's like kidnapped or taken he could just be we grabbed him wrong guy where's the right guy uh yeah. we'll see yeah, from this, we'll see from this trailer, it almost although looks I, like luigi's the damsel in distress exactly right, right. Yeah, but you do I'm also okay you do also have to have like subverting expectations might not be something nintendo really wants to try right now with this title Remember what happened the first time, right? Like, they, they <laughs> have true. not forgotten that. <laughs> no, that's true. But, like, 
I don't know. It's like you look at the personalities of all all the characters, right? Of all the Mario characters. The only character in Mario that does not have a personality is Mario. Yeah. Mario's that personality has always, always been jump. That's it. Right. That's his entire personality. Right. Right. Luigi is jealous of his brother. He's scared to death of his own shadow. He has more of a personality than 90% of the characters out there. You know, it's like even Peach has, has more of a personality. Mario is just, I can jump. Let's do it. You know, like that. that's it. That's literally it. So I'm very actually curious to see how they try to give Mario a little bit more personality here. I love the design of uh, Donkey Kong here because they kind of went back to Donkey Kong's roots and put him in like yeah. a blend between like actual Donkey Kong and like the rare Donkey Kong. But it's leaning more toward original DK. And that's that's yeah. what I like there. Um, and I... then uh, the only other thing I want to comment on is Jack Black's voice. I almost didn't even realize it was Jack Black. That voice that yeah, like, I don't. What's really weird though is like, oh, in, him. in this trailer, I agree with you. In the previous one, you were like, "That's Jack Black." I mean, that, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know if they've modified or changed some things, or if there's just moments where he's really on, uh, and moments when he's a little less on. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Because I agree with you. In this trailer, you'd be hard pressed if you didn't know that that was Jack Black in the little, the initial preview trailer where he, you know, with the penguins and everything like that was right. clearly Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Cal. I tend to agree with you. Nintendo's not really a risk taker. They're very traditional. Probably at some point in this movie, Peach will need to be saved. I I'm kind of right in line with you. I think that's absolutely going to happen. Peach almost kind of also has the role of like a Miyagi type thing here, where she almost seems like Mario's mentor because this is his first time in the Mushroom Kingdom. She's training him. You kind of see that in the thing where he's like trying to dodge the uh, the fire <laughs> stick, you know, and yeah. it's like. It, it it looks interesting. Wizards but. of the Coast having uh interesting couple of Oof. months. We won't go into Magic 30th anniversary. If you know, you know. Uh, and by the way, the sales stuff that, take it with a grain of salt, that is available for that looks like the audience, us, may have in fact actually voted with their wallets. If you know, you know. We can talk about that on some other stream. Uh, but I did want to bring this to the show. It's not a video game, but D&D... Dungeons and Dragons is going to be having a pretty big change mm -hmm. coming to the way they do some certain things. Obviously, Dungeons and Dragons has iterated over the decades already, so there's constantly a thing that's in flux. But now they're going to take away the word race in character generation. Uh, so race, you know, elves, dwarves, blah, 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 blah when you're creating characters. They're not going to use that anymore. They're going to take that away. From their team, Dungeons & Dragons has a history of evolving to meet the needs of our players and foster an inviting space for everyone. With that in mind, we understand race, in quotes, the word, is a problematic term that has had prejudiced links between real-world people and the fantasy peoples of D&D. &D. The usage of the term across D&D &D and other popular IPs have evolved over time. Now it's time for the next evolution. We have made the decision to move on from the term race everywhere in one D&D, &D, and we do not intend to return to that term. The term species was chosen in close coordination with multiple outside cultural consultants. What do you think, Dom? I'm fine with it. I mean, words are words. They're, they're, you know, some some hurt more than others. Some some have more of an impact than others. At the end of the day, it's uh, whatever makes people feel comfortable. You know, and uh, I'm not against this. Yod? I'm not against it either, but I can see it maybe being worse than race <clears throat> in certain aspects. Because when you're talking species, you're starting to go into, you know, different territory. Um, I wouldn't know what they could use instead. And, I mean, like I said, I'm not against I it. I mean, other games use words like heritage or ancestry. Right. right. 
which could work better. Because honestly, race is a dumb term for what they were describing for all of these decades anyway, right? They're, right. What, they're, right, what you're exactly. actually picking there isn't a race, but you know, set, right. set that aside for a minute. Right. So, like I said, I, I wouldn't know what to use instead of it. You're, you're um, talking about ancestry or heritage could probably work better. Because species, then you're starting to get into, so is it a dragon species? Is it a dog species? You know, these it's a categorizing other things as well. So, and with player characters, it's normally all humanoid type species. So... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, and then you get into like, like, that route? so, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, they have much more data than we have. Right. Let's right, just, right. Exactly. just say that right off the bat. If this term race upsets people being in character creation and used as the de facto term uh, in mm-hmm. D&D, they I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they have that data infinitely more right. than I ever will, like right, have right. access to that data. I'll also acknowledge being a boring white guy, I have not had to deal with any negative implications of the word race or the drawbacks or benefits of being a particular race. So I'm right. a little removed from consequence here, and I can acknowledge that. That said, who the fuck cares? Like, if this really bothers right. you, great, go for it. I get it. They want to, if, if there's enough people it bothers and they want to change the term, I don't care. But yep. to me, tabletop gaming has been about exactly that, the tabletop, right? Uh, yeah. If I'm in a group that doesn't like the word race or has had experiences that make them uncomfortable with using that word, uh, mm. fine. Don't. Use it. Yeah. It's your table. Right? I don't know. It is a very I think it's just more on the documents, on the paper, on the the character sheets. That's that's really all I think it really matters at this point. It's a game. No, for sure. It's it's a yeah. And it's it's not even a you know Don't get me wrong, I don't fucking care, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm advocating for the word race to stay there. I'm advocating for the, I don't give a fuck. And don't you have better things to do right now? Like, has anybody really been, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Again, I'll give them the, the benefit of the doubt for having the data uh, and, and all these consultants and everything like that. But I think Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro has made many more important mistakes over the last 24 months that this probably, you know, it shouldn't be like high on the list right now for them. Right. Right. I, and, and I don't care. I hate yeah, I hate the idea of making these types of changes just for the appearance of we made this type of change. Look at how compassionate yeah. we are. Right. If you want to be I've a company, quite a few. Yeah. If you want to be a company that uh, embraces diversity, embraces multiple uh, different points of view and ethnicities and sexualities and and all of that. There are ways to do that that are legitimate. Right. To me, this just seems like a pander move. Right. And, and, and maybe and I'm wrong, and maybe they have the data that says, we got a lot of people to play this game that are really unhappy about this word. <sighs> this is why we're changing it. In which case, then I'm a total asshole talking out of my ass, and I admit it. To, yeah, to me, it's more the imagery in the books themselves, which they have changed. The, 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 the illustrations they use and stuff are more inclusive these days than they were since, uh, say, like in AD&D and uh, third edition and stuff like that. It's the the types of uh, people they show, different types of skin tones, that type of thing. It's all in there already. And to me, as as an Asian dude, that is more important than one word, you know, because you're visually seeing that representation as yep. you're going through the book. But once again, that's just me. They obviously have infinitely more. I hate just data this. Than feels I do. like a pandering move to me, and maybe it it's not. I hope it's not. But this feels like a pandering move to me. In which case, I say fuck you. Right. You know. If- yeah. That, that, yeah. That's exactly the problem I have with it. It's it's not that they changed the word. It's why they changed the word. Because yeah, 
That's fair. Yeah, like like they're either pandering or they're overthinking it, or they want to you know they want you to look at that instead of what they did over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it bothers uh, you, I'm glad to get anything changed. And if right. it bothers you that it's not going to be race anymore, I'm sorry it bothers you. Like yeah, I don't yeah. care either way. I hate this type exactly. of shit when it feels like pandering. And to me exactly. right now, this feels like pandering. Either way. Either way. Right. I, totally. I, if they would have released a statement saying, we're going to keep it as race and here's why, pandering to the other side of the audience, I'd be just as angry. You know, I'm not angry. Exactly. I don't yeah. care. I'd be just it's as like, why annoyed. are you? It's a pandering annoyed. move. Yeah. It's, it's an annoyance thing. It's not exactly really angry, my point at the beginning, Havoc. They have the data that I don't. If they're getting enough complaints that warrant this type of change, then God bless them. I'm, I'm talking out of my right. ass. Right. Well, we can only talk to our own personal point of right. view because that's the data we have. Quite frankly, gentlemen, but, yeah. do you know what, what I do when I see something that bothers me or offends me? Ignore it. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the page. Scroll down. It's a great song, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I, I blocked Kanye on Twitter. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> he's not on Twitter. But yeah, now, now he's not, yeah. Uh, yeah. He might be again. So just in case. <laughs> That's the issue. You're t- talking, take, talking, spreading shit about data you admit that you don't have. I'm not quite sure the point you're making. I've already said, if they have data that supports this, cool. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. Great. That's not the way it feels. It feels like a pandering yeah. move for a company that for the last 24 months has done quite a bit of pandering moves. Yeah. And is... Kind of getting lambasted for them right now. Uh, and some yeah. other things. <laughs> Magic 30th is awesome. Uh, totally different subject. But you don't have the data. No. I've already no, acknowledged that. I've already acknowledged yeah, we're, that. We're, we're talking from our own personal point of view. Um, Steam Decks, if you're looking to get one for free, Valve will be giving away Steam Decks every single minute of the Game Awards. Every single minute. It is nuts. It is nuts. There are some issues with the giveaway right now, so hopefully it'll it'll be sorted out. Uh, and, and there's a little bit of work to actually do this. So first you register by signing in uh, on the Steam Deck's drop page. Okay, Then you watch the Game Awards, but you have to be watching it on Steam.tv. Okay? Okay. So, Simply enough. Yeah, use, and you can set a notification via email or the Steam mobile app or, or whatever you want to do. The other problem is you got to live in the U.S., Canada, U.K., or EU. That's it. If you're outside of those areas, you can't enter this. No, don't try to VPN. It's not going to work. Right. Because it's going to verify where you are based on a Steam purchase between November of 2021 and November of 2022. So a VPN is not going to work. Your Steam account obviously has to be in good standing and all of that stuff. So that's great. It's limited, but if you're trying to win a Steam Deck, you can try to win one for free every single minute of the Game Awards on December 8th. Speaking of the Steam Deck, they released the top 20 games of November on the Steam Deck, sorted by playtime. Have either of you not looked at this yet? Both of you looked at it? Yeah. Oh, you have not looked at it. I have not looked at it. No. What do you think's the number one? Guess. Steam. Number one game played on the Steam Deck for November. Steam Deck for November. Yep. Elden Ring. It's number three. Okay. Number three. Persona Five. Number two. Vampire Survivors. Number one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Vampire Survivors sneaking in there. Number one. Jeez. Uh, Chat saying Skyrim. Skyrim is on there. It's number six. Uh, Witcher what the heck is three. Potato. Bro, Brotato. <laughs> Brotato. <laughs> uh, it's um, uh, one of those uh, top-down shooters. Okay, um, okay. Red Dead Redemption, Fallout Four, Hades. No surprise there. I'm actually surprised that Hades is kind of like in the middle of the list. I thought it would be higher, and I think if the Steam Deck would have been more widely available earlier in this year, Hades probably yep. would be higher. Uh, and maybe it was in October. I didn't see October's totals. Grand Theft Auto Five, No Man's Sky, Slay the Spire, God of War, Binding of Isaac, Rebirth, still just chugging away. 
Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, RimWorld, Tactics Ogre Reborn, a new release, cracking the top 20 played on Steam Deck, and Monster Hunter Rise, also a newer release. So lots of good stuff going on the Steam Deck, and you can try to win one just by watching the Game Awards. Let's finish this up, gents, with some Games of the Week. All right, Games of the Week is the way we finish up every episode of Gaming Gumbo here. It's where all three of us give you a recommendation for a game. Could be a video game, board game, cell phone game, card game, whatever that we've played, are playing, or just haven't gotten a chance to play yet, but think you should play. And you let us know in the comments, with all of your thoughts on everything in today's show, who gave the best recommendation. Dom, we're going to let you go first. Um, So I bought this game that came out... Uh last week i think it was uh, november 22nd um it's called uh ship of fools i haven't had a chance to play it yet trying to me and one of my friends are trying to like make our schedules work or whatever but it's a like a seafaring uh cooperative roguelite and uh it looks like a lot of fun so i'm i'm actually kind of excited to try this game out yod schedules don't get get worked out together people don't play games together anymore <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I probably wouldn't have picked this up, but it was free on uh, Xbox Game Pass. It's a game called Coffee Talk. It feels like you're running a coffee shop in uh, in Shadow... Uh, God dang. Shadow Run. <laughs> yeah, that's where my brain is. Shadow Run. I don't know why it's interesting to me, but I just got sucked into it because you're just sitting there talking to people in a coffee shop. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead with uh, PGA 2K23. I got it for like next to nothing on Black Friday <laughs> um, while we were out shopping, and I'm absolutely loving it. I know it's a golf game, not going to be for everybody, so I'll probably lose this week, but I got to say I am enjoying it, and I totally ignore 2K's monetization. So there's the <laughs> disclaimer. I don't give them anything <laughs> in the in the monetization. We'll be back next week, next Saturday. Remember, that'll be at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Then the following week at 7 as normal, and then two weeks off for the holidays. No uh, Torchwick stream tonight. He's feeling a little under the weather, but Tarkoth will be live. Stay tuned to Twitter. Until next week, Yad, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yad Artworks on Twitter. Yad Artworks on Facebook. And when we air here, uh, most of the time, on Gaming Gumbo. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, you can find me down below at itzista on uh, Twitter and just zista on Twitch, where I will be streaming Five Nights at Freddy's all month long. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O, and you'll know every time we go live with a stream or a podcast. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Camera. Right.